Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Yeah, Monday. And welcome to the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week with me, obviously your host, Andy Goldstein. And there's only one place to start. And that's by looking ahead to tonight's Nations League game, where England, of course, will lose to Germany at Wembley. You can hear that defeat live tonight on TalkSport. Shortly, we'll hear from England forward Raheem Sterling, who says it's not time to panic. But here's under-fire manager Gareth Southgate, who calls on the fans to come together and focus on the team and not his job. Good luck with that. Look, I'm the manager, and um, the results haven't been at the level that we want and that we, we require. So... No matter what job you have in football, that would be the case. Of course, with the national team, that noise is going to be even louder and, and more widespread, and I totally understand that. In football, there's, there's ups and downs, and I think you know, over the last couple of years, you know, we've been you know, on quite some good form, and it's one of those times that it's not quite going you know, how we planned. It's a situation that we aren't enjoying, not winning football matches, but we have to keep doing the right things every day to keep improving. We all know that's what comes with football and playing at the highest level. You know, you're right under the eye and I think a lot of it has been unfair, but of course that's the, the, the level that we're at with England where we're always, you know, under that pressure to win. It's a life experience that I knew at some point would probably come with this job. So I have to accept that. Um, I didn't ever get too carried away by what happened before and um, I'm not too down about what's happening now. For what he's done since he's been in here, um, brought us to a semi and a final, um, it just shows the direction that we're going in. Yes, we're not at the level that we, we know we can be, but I still think we, we have positives to look at. It's not healthy for the team to be having this noise around them. I, I've, I fully understand that. But it's for me to take the responsibility, it's for me to allow them to go and play. I want them to feel the freedom. It's not what we want at this moment in time, of course not. Um, if we don't score goals, we don't get results, it's as simple as that, so no. But I think it will, it will come in good stead, we don't have to panic, I keep saying. We can only succeed if we're, if we're all pushing in the same direction and we've all got that positive energy towards doing well. What happens to me is, is, is irrelevant, frankly. It's about the team. The most important thing is the team and the success of the team. As I keep saying, I keep going over it, it's, it's been a tough period now, but I don't think you know, any of the boys uh, back over there on base now will be thinking you know, that we don't have a good chance in, in, the, in the winter. We want to leave there with more confidence. If you can get a win against Germany, then 
we'll, we'll leave the week feeling more uh, positive than perhaps everybody is feeling at this moment in time. I don't think it's for Gareth to shoulder all that blame. You know, I think we've got players in there that's played at the highest level, and we need to take some of that responsibility as well and um, start to put these performances on the football field and, and win football matches because that's as simple what we're here for. I'm not the first coach to go through a difficult time and in terms of results and, and criticism. That, that is part of the territory. So for, for me, it's um, a great challenge to, to lead the team through a moment like this. You know, you're not, you're not going to have six years as we've had w without a spell where, where you're going to have some tough results. And you've you've got to show the resilience to come through those moments. I keep saying I don't think it's time to panic. You know, you showed over the last couple of years what he brings um, to this team, and as I keep saying, there's no need no need to panic. Yes, these results are bad, but we've got we've got um, good things to come. Now, it's playing with England and Gareth Southgate, here's former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino, or Big Tony, as I like to call him. Former West Ham defender Scott Minto, Adibayo Akinfenwa, and the Daily Mail's Ian Ladyman. Lots of people there to remember who have all defended Southgate but admitted something has to change in the coming games. I wouldn't go to say that he's not been supported, but I think that people have, have looked at what's happened since the Euros last summer, um, the results, the way England have played and have, have noticed a drop-off. And you can't, can't ignore that, can you? It's been a definite sea change. Fans turn their anger on him. He wanted them to not affect his players because quite clearly the team have lost that edge, that little bit of confidence and swagger that they certainly had for a period. There is a feeling, definitely at the moment, um, that you recognise of the ground shifting a little bit between, or, I'm sorry, underneath Gareth's feet. Mm. And um, there's a definite feeling that maybe something might happen after the World Cup unless England do something particularly special in Qatar. Is there a better man than Gareth Southgate to do the job? Yes, in my opinion. Who is that man? Well, that's a more difficult question to answer How because you can, you can throw Graham Potter in there. Will he leave Chelsea now? Highly Don't unlikely. Don't you think he would be You could throw with, Eddie Howe in there. Would he leave Newcastle? But, Highly unlikely. Are they both better managers than Gareth Southgate? But Gareth, Gareth Southgate's Gareth, proved himself as an international manager. He's got to the semi-final and a final. When, How much when the draw When the draws have both opened up for him. But off the back of the last two tournaments and going into a third, he got to the semi-final and a final. So after this, then you can then talk. If they, if England go in, and I actually don't think there's a bad thing. I think Iran's the most important. I think if they get whooped on Monday, they still got whatever fifty six days. There's and... so much pressure, though, isn't there? If they lose of course, to Germany, but that's England's it, pressure anyway. It doesn't they, matter what. You're gonna get sticker as an England manager. You, you know, mm. England is a leading nation in world football, and expectation is a very high level. So if you fall short of it and you lose three, four out of five games. You're, you're going to get it. This is all noise right now. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter what happens against Germany. It doesn't really matter what happens against Italy. What it doesn't you want matter, to do, but it will what, feel like that. What, well, that's it. What you want to do is peak for a four-week tournament. And actually, it's not even four weeks. You could probably say three weeks because you can nick it through the group stages, even though we shouldn't. He does deserve some criticism because, of the, because England haven't won for five games. They've only scored one goal, and that was a penalty. And do appear to be moving at the moment in the wrong direction. Gareth has to be given the opportunity, and he should be judged on how England do in this World Cup. He has to be judged on that. Anybody who watches football at any level, follows a team, follows a country, knows that if a football team isn't moving forward, isn't moving, uh, isn't making progress, 
It's essentially dying. There's no such thing as standing still in football. And England at the moment just look like a team that's moving in the wrong direction at, at exactly the wrong time. And, and that's the worry. The reason why this is so big now is because it's not about form. It's the last game before the World Cup. And you've got two months for a narrative to be built by some sections of the media that want to go down the negative route now. Gareth took England to the last four of the World Cup and lost a game in extra time. And three years later, took them to the final of the European Championships and lost that final on penalties. Now, that is progress. It's not healthy for the team to have the noise around them. This is the last chance to see the boys for the World Cup. We're all actually in it together. We need the positive We should be in it together. That's what he said. But we're not. We should be in it together. And, and, he shouldn't and, be and, immune from criticism. No, and, and, and he shouldn't. That is what Gareth Southgate has, should have now, mm. is that period of grace to take England to the World Cup and see if there's absolutely any way that he can re-motivate, re-energise, refocus a bunch of players who've lost their direction. He, yeah. has, he, has, yeah. he has deserved that. I'm not a massive advocate of Gareth Southgate as an international manager. I didn't think he had the credentials when you look at his club management career to get the job in the first place. I think he was parachuted into a very difficult situation. It came a lot earlier than he would have expected when he was working with the under-21s. They can't lose this game. If they, if they, lose, if they lose this game, then... Goodness me, the noise, the noise, and yeah, I'll be part of that, and the media will be part of that. But then, if they lose this game, the noise between now and um, now and, and travelling to Doha will be uh, almost unbearable. And you can hear England lose to Germany, play Germany, my mistake, tonight in the Nations League. It's live on Talksport from 7 pm tonight. Elsewhere in the Nations League, Wales were relegated from their group after losing to Poland. Here's all the reaction from Cardiff with Lawrence Mora watching the game for Talksport. And that's it, the final whistle's gone. You can tell by the few boos and the cheers from the Polish fans that it has ended Wales 1, Poland 0. Defeat for Wales, relegation from League A at the first attempt. They end with just one point. That doesn't quite tell the story of the group in which they fought and they'd only lost a single goal margins away in the Netherlands, at home to the Netherlands, away to Belgium. And then, of course, this evening as well. But the last game for Rob Page's men before they head to the World Cup. I think there will be a little bit of a lap of appreciation with the Wales fans, but it's League B with England for the next round of Nations League. All over uh, here at the Cardiff City Stadium. Wales nil, Poland 1. Moving on now to the Women's Super League and Chelsea beat Man City 2-0 to register their first win of the new season. Here's all the reaction from the game at King's Meadow, which was live on TalkSport with Joe Shannon and the former England striker Leanne Sanderson. We've had the four minutes of stoppage time. The referee takes a look at her watch and blows the final whistle. The champions are off and running for the new Women's Super League season. Ultimately, in the end, I think the game just kind of ended in the way that it should have. Manchester City showed great signs, but then in the end just didn't have enough. So Did you it's feel it was di- a little bit sort of similar to the FA Cup final in which Manchester City played OK for certain patches of that game, but actually Chelsea were more lethal? Yeah, I'd say so, but I do think as well that comes from a mentality and Emma Hayes obviously has that winning mentality. I just think City is going to be really difficult for them this year because, you know, two losses now from two. In a game like today, you don't expect them to necessarily win these types of games because Chelsea usually do win them, but they're usually a little bit closer and I just worry for City. There was promise for Manchester City throughout, but it is two defeats from two to begin the campaign for them as the pressure arguably grows on Gareth Taylor. When you lose games in the way that they've lost the last 
too, especially last week, where does the confidence come from? So the players are going to have to dig deep this season because, you know, I, I really don't think they're going to be title contenders. I could be wrong. But Chelsea and Emma Hayes have their first victory and they will take some stopping again this season as they look to make it six league titles in seven seasons. I think it's going to be between Arsenal and Chelsea and I could have told you that probably before the season even started, not based upon the first two games because it's still early doors. Even though it wasn't entirely convincing, Chelsea get the job done, their first win of the new season. It has finished on Talk Sport. Chelsea 2, Manchester City 0. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we end today with some boxing chat. And Eddie Hearn has said there is no chance a contract will be signed in time for Anthony Joshua to fight Tyson Fury in an all-British heavyweight fight in Cardiff in December. Tyson Fury set a deadline for the end of today for Joshua and his team to make the fight happen after Joshua accepted all terms, unquote, from Fury's offer. Shortly we'll hear from TalkSport's Andy Clark and Gareth A. Davis, but first here's Frank Warren and his son George, George Warren, as some people know him, speaking to TalkSport about the potential fight. Monday, Monday, Monday is the deadline. The only person who can stop this fight from happening is... To be quite honest, is Anthony Joshua. He said he wants it, so he needs to instruct his team. We've, we've given them nearly everything they wanted, over and above for a, a, a guy who's coming off of two losses. So let's just get it on. Or if you don't want the fight, say so, and we can move on. We want it. George, how close are we to getting this fight over the line with Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua? We, we're getting there, Gareth. We're trying hard. Everyone's working hard. Nothing's changed from when I spoke to you last time about it. Um, interesting meeting on Monday. Hopefully, it, it will be positive. That's what we all want. I'm still hopeful that that fight against Joshua will get made. The longer it goes on, the more hope you kind of lose because we all know how boxing at times, plenty of big fights do get made, but at times it can it can disappoint us. People get 
they negotiate until they're blue in the face and then fights don't end up happening. If anything, if, if there is a bit of movement tomorrow towards the fight, then that's great. And, and it probably can get finalised through the week. But I mean, there's comments around from Eddie Hearn with one of the social media outlets where it ju- this is just up now in the last couple of hours where he's kind of saying that, you know, we're, there's no way we'll get this over the line on Monday. Hopefully it's just fine details. What they are, I don't know. It could be broadcast because Joshua's with DAZN now, the Fury's with BT, but I'm, I'm not an expert on, on these kind of business transactions, but I don't see why they couldn't both do it. I think that would be the only kind of feasible solution to that one. So I'm still optimistic. There are cracks appearing in the negotiation. It's a real shame as well, because this is the right time for Anthony Joshua, I think now, to, I didn't think it originally, but I do think it's the right time for Joshua to take the Fury fight, because yes. if he doesn't take it now, he may never I want the fight. I mean, I, I desperately want to get that fight on. Tyson wants it. That's why the offer, what such a generous offer was made. Well, that's it, gang, for another podcast thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'm back this afternoon at 4pm on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside former England striker Darren Bent. Boy, could we do with him now. Build it up to that game live on TalkSport as England take on Germany at Wembley. See? Being positive now, didn't say we'll lose. We will, of course, lose, but I didn't say it. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then... Thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.